Island Church in Galveston, Texas welcomes you to our podcast. Be encouraged by Pastor Rusty Martin as he teaches the Word of God. Well, give the Lord a big shout of praise. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. I tell you, you look good. You look better than the last time I saw you. Why don't you turn to the person on your right and say, you look good. Now to the person on your left and say, you look better than they do. Come on now. Uh, hallelujah. God bless you. Praise team. God bless you. Uh, let's stay up on the keyboard, my dear brother, and just begin to play in the key of H. Hallelujah. I sing every song in the same key, the key of H. That's for hallelujah. That's for Hosanna. That's for Holy Ghost. That's for help me, Lord. Hallelujah. Island Church, I love you. I honor you. I bless you. But especially our pastors. How many of you love and appreciate pastors Rusty and Leah? Amen. We love them. And the staff leadership of this church. Oh, yeah. Come on. Let them know we love them. Hallelujah. God is so good. Don't sit down yet. But I believe with all my heart that this is a very prophetic season for this church. This is a very prophetic season for this church, for you individually and for you collectively. I hear the sound. I hear the sound. In 2005, I was in Marietta, Pennsylvania. And I called the lady out and said, Honey, would you stand, please? She stood, and I didn't know her. Her name was Jennifer Stein. And she'd been desirous to be a mama for a long, long time. And thank God for little babies. I thank God for Brother Christopher and Bella's beautiful little baby. I'm so glad the baby looks like the mama, not the daddy. <laughs> But Jennifer Stein had been desired to be a mama for many, many years. And she was told it was a fiscal impossibility. She had so many medical issues. But how many know that God is bigger than all of that? As I called her out, I looked at her and it hurt something. Not of the natural. But I heard it in the rim of the spirit. And I said to Jennifer Stein, I said, I hear the sound of a baby crying. I didn't even think about her. I said, I hear the sound of a baby crying. I said, and the next time I see you, I'll see you with a baby crying. I was there one year later. I walked in the foyer of the sanctuary of the church, brother. And when I walked in, there was Jennifer Stein standing there. And guess what she was holding? Her baby. And guess what the baby was doing? Crying. Well, Highland Church, I hear another sound. 
I hear another sound. I hear another sound. I hear another sound. Oh, glory to God. I hear the sound. I hear the sound. Hello. You say, what kind of sound do you hear around here? I hear the sound of the miraculous. I hear the sound of restoration. And I hear the sound of abundant prosperity. Hallelujah. Oh, get ready, 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 get ready. As Brother Roland, I love Brother Roland. He talked about a shout. The psalmist said to clap your hands, all your people. How many? All your people. I like to pretend when I'm clapping my hands, the devil's head is between there. And just beat his brains out. Come on now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But the psalmist said, clap your hands, all your people, and shout under God. Let's do that. Come on, church. One more time. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Oh, God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. God bless you. you may be seated. Thank you, my dear brother. Oh, God is so good all the time. It is mercy endure forever and forever and forever. If you have your Bibles and I trust you to, would you turn, please, to the book of Acts. How many of them were still living in the book of Acts? Acts chapter 10, one verse of Scripture, verse number 38. Reading from the King James Version, the same way that Moses preached from. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. If you're there, shout, I'm there. If you're not, just look up. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing a few. No. How many? Who went about doing good and healing all the repressed of the devil, for God was with him. I'm talking about Jesus as the healer of all mankind. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is life-giving. Your word is life-changing. Father, I believe today because of your word, we will never, ever be the same again. We thank you. Now we bless you. And all of God's people said together, amen. That sounded good. You better say it again. Amen. He went about doing good and healing all the oppressed of the devil. You see, sickness is an oppression. Healing is a blessing, but sickness is part of the curse. But I'm so glad the Bible tells us that Christ our Lord has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Now you can read Deuteronomy chapter 28. Now there's 68 verses in that chapter. Now personally, I like the first 14 a whole lot better than the latter 54. 
because the first 14 verses are talking about the blessings and the latter 54 talking about the curses. What do you choose? I choose the blessings. But my friend, notice in the latter portion of this chapter, the curses, it talks about sickness, disease, pain, and infirmity. But I'm so glad that we have a redeemed for the curse of the law. If you believe that, come on, shout amen. And Jesus said that the thief, the devil, the wicked one, he goes about seeing whom he may devour. The Bible tells us that the wicked one, the thief, comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, but I'm come that you might have what? Life. Come on, say it again like you've got some. Life. And that you might have what? More abundantly. But Jesus is the healer of all mankind. You can mark it in our God is a healing God. He is not a used to be, not a will be, but he's a right now God. You see, what he was, he is right now. What he will be, he is right now. The eternal past and the eternal future of our great God is rolled into the here and now. He's a right now God. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the one that is and was and is to come, the Almighty. He's a right now God. How do you know that? Because he said, for I am, Exodus 15, verse 26. He said, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. I like that. He said, for I am. Come on, say that, please. For I am. In fact, that is his name. He told Moses, he said, that is my name. I am that I am. He said, and this shall be my name forever. But it said, for I am the Lord that he thee. In other words, he is Jehovah Rapha. We have a covenant keeping God. We have a covenant of healing. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is the bomb of Gilead. He is the great physician. He is our healer. He said, for I am the Lord that he thee. And he heals because he is. Our God is still a healing God. But also know this healing is the will of God. Amen. Now I was going to go in a different direction this morning. But there's so many people who have been attacked with that foul devil called sickness, disease. I'm talking about sickness and disease is running rampant across this country and even in the church world. But know this, child of God, you've got a covenant. You've got a better covenant. And the Lord said, I will never, never break my covenant with thee. And his covenant is this, for I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. It is the will of God to heal. I'll try it again. It is the will of God to heal. But where we used to go to church, we would pray like this, Lord, if it be your will, heal this one and that one. Well, thank God you're not there. Thank God you're here at Island Church. Come on now. And guess what? It is God's will. There's only one person in the entirety of the Bible that ever came to the Lord Jesus saying, Lord, if it be your will. And who was it? A leper. And we found the story of this leper in three places. In Matthew chapter 8, in Mark chapter 1, and Luke chapter 5. This leper came before the Lord Jesus. Let's notice Matthew's account. 
In Matthew chapter 8, verse 2, the Bible tells us, and behold, would you put that up, please? Matthew 8, verses 2 and 3. The Bible tells us that the leper came before the Lord. He really fell down before the Lord. He bowed before him. He began to what? What? Worship him. Do what now? He began to what? Worship him. But I thought he needed healing for his body. I thought his flesh was rotting away. I thought he needed a touch from the master. He did. But he knew exactly how to approach the Lord. Now we've got a legal bowl covenant right to come to his presence. But church, don't just barge in saying, gimme, gimme, gimme. My name is Jimmy. But church, let us enter his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. He began to what? Worship him. Come on, say that word. Worship. And all through the Bible, we find people that came to the Lord the right way. For example, Jairus, the root of the synagogue, his daughter was at the point of death and she died. But the Bible tells us that Jairus came before the Lord and he fell down before him and began to what? Worship him. The Syrophoenician woman was demon, had a daughter demon-possessed. But the Bible tells us she came before the Lord and she began to what? Worship him. Amen. And the leper did the same thing. He came before the Lord and he began to what? Worship him. And he said, Lord, if thou wilt. Or in other words, if it be your will. You see, he knew the ability of the Lord, but he did not know the willingness of the Lord. He said, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. I love the next verse. The Bible tells us, and Jesus put forth his hand and did what? Touched him. Woo! You don't need my hand, but you need his hand. You don't need my touch, but you need his touch. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, What? I will. Come on, say that, please. I will. Or no, it is my will. I will be thou clean. And immediately the man was cleansed of his leprosy. Woo! Hallelujah. Another version reads like this. And the leper said, Lord, if you want to. And Jesus answered and said, I want to. Oh, guess what? It is his will. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17, he says, I will heal thee of all thy diseases. Aren't you glad he will? It is the will of God. I said, it is the will of God. No, God is the same. He's the healer. It is God's will, but you can mark it up. There is healing in the word of God. Thank you for those seven amens and four holy grunts. I said, it is the will of God, and there's healing in the word of God. Beloved, this is a healthy book. Let's try this side. I said, this is a healthy book. Can you recommend some good books on healing? I believe I can. There's some good books out there. He said, what are some good books? Well, there's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, Samuel, Kings, Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job. I could keep on going. I'm talking about this healing in the Word of God. From the very first book of the Bible, Genesis, to the last book, Revelation, we found the healing flow of God. In fact, the first reference of healing is mentioned in the first book, Genesis. Chapter 20, verse 17, the Bible says, And Abraham prayed, and God healed. Why don't you begin to pray? Guess what? And God healed. Revelation 22, verse 2 says, And the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nation. How many of there's healing in the Word of God? Okay, Bible scholars. 
How many books are in the Old Testament, the Old Covenant? Come on, talk to me now. How many? Say it again. That's good. 39. Woo! You get the prize today. 39. There's 39. You say, what's the prize? Christopher will buy you a steak dinner. Come on now. Hallelujah. But I'm talking about there's 39 books in the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, that pointed to the coming of the healing Jesus. How many? Come on, say it again. 39. Why is that? Because there are 39 categories of sickness and disease that's mentioned in the Bible. The National Health Association tells us there are 39 categories of sickness and disease in the world. Christian history tells us that Jesus, our Lord, received what? 39 stripes upon his back. Why is that so important? Because the Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, and with his Christ we are healed. 1 Peter 2, 24 declares, and by whose stripes you were healed. Beloved, there's healing in the word of God. Come on now. I said there's healing in the word of God. But most of God's people don't know God's word. Now don't shout me down. Come on now. I said most of people don't know God's word. You know everything else? But do you know what God's word has to say? Can you quote one scriptural healing? Anybody? What about two? What about five, ten, five, ten, fifty, twenty? Oh, come on now. But you see, we need to get into God's word. I like to say so often, you need to get off Facebook and get your face in the book. Come on now. <laughs> Hallelujah. That word of it hid in my heart. You need to eat the word and drink the word and live the word and breathe the word and talk the word, meditate the word, memorize the word, and confess the word. Come on now. There's healing in the word of God. I said there's healing in the word of God. Raise your hands up high, somebody. If you know a scripture on healing, begin to shout that verse out loud. Come on now. Whatever it may be, if you got a person, and promise of healing. Shout out of this healing in the word of Almighty God. Hallelujah. I'm talking about my God, your God, is a mighty, mighty healing God. If you've done it before, go ahead, Brother Chris. Hallelujah. He'll do it again. I said there's healing in the word of God. Come on, shout amen. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, say, healing belongs to you. How do you know that? Because the Bible tells us that healing is the children's bread. Coming out and you're a child of God. It belongs. I feel it coming on. Hallelujah. I'm talking about there's healing virtue in this place today. If you believe that, raise your hands up high and shout, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Hallelujah. Now I was in Illinois back in November. And I was getting ready to pray for people have a prayer line. And I said, somebody's receiving a miracle tonight in the mouth. I didn't call him about asking who it was. I said, somebody's receiving a miracle in the mouth. I said, if healing, come to the front. A prayer line came. And uh, I prayed for the first one. I prayed for the second one. But when I prayed for that third one, third one something happened. I reached over and I said, in the name of all I got out, I didn't get out Jesus. In the name of the power of God hit that lady, she went down. Woo! She didn't give me a CD. That's a courtesy drop. I'm talking about the power of God. Woo! I got to share this real quick. 
I was at a church several years ago. I was praying for people in the prayer line. I came to this one girl. She's about maybe 11, 12 years of age. I came to her. She goes, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I said, what, honey? She said, am I going to get slammed in the spirit too? <laughs> I said, no, you won't. But here was it, don't know, and I, I reached out, I said, in the name of, and I just barely touched that lady, and the power of God knocked her down. Ooh. I mean, she went down, 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 and when I prayed for Brother Rona, I mean, it bounced off her, and pff, I fell back. I almost fell out myself. The power of God was so strong. Woo, have mercy, Jesus. I prayed for everybody else. And when I finally finished praying about 25 or 30 minutes later, I turned back to the pastor, and this lady, she said, Pastor, could I say a word? And when she said that, the place went berserk. You say, why is that? Because before that, several years before that, she'd had numerous cancerous tumors on her tongue. And they cut out those tumors and cut out parts of her tongue. And the speech was not very clear. But the last few months before that, more tumors had come upon her tongue. But guess what? God took care of that too. And God restored all the sections of the tongue those cut out. God took away those new tumors and there was no scar tissue. And before she was speaking garble, but when she said, can I say a few words? Oh, the place went berserk. Hallelujah. I'm talking about my God. My God is a mighty, mighty God. If you believe that, come on, raise your hands up high and shout. He's done it before. He'll do it again. Hallelujah. We need to raise your hands up high and begin to praise him because there's a healing flow right now. There's a healing wave in this place right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Arthritis is being healed. Hallelujah. Tendonitis is being healed right now. Fibromyalgia has been healed right now. Oh, come on now. I'm talking about spurs on the bottom of your feet are being healed right now. Oh, hallelujah. The arthritis in your ankles has been healed right now. In the name of Jesus, honey, raise your hands up high. The healer's in the house. Oh, come on, somebody. Begin to praise ye the Lord. Begin to praise ye the Lord. Begin to praise ye the Lord. The irritation down your throat is being taken away right now. In the name of Jesus. Who's that person with a problem down the throat than the suffer. You raise your hands up high in that shoe. That said God's going to take it away. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Come on somebody. Oh glory, 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 glory. Woo! I was over to church in Angleton, Central Assembly of God. And I said uh, somebody's been healed right now. You got numerous gross Throughout your chest and your breast area, you've been healed. When I said that, one lady jumped up and she took off running. Whoa. I mean, she ran by me. And she ran out of the sanctuary. I said, well, there she goes. I kept on preaching. And about two, three minutes later, guess what? She came back in. Whoa. And she was saying, God did it, God did it, God did it, God did it, God did it. I said, honey, what did God do? She said, I've been told it had numerous tumors, cancerous tumors the size of golf balls. That 22 of them had 22 cancerous tumors through my chest and breast area. But I went to check myself in the ladies' room. And what was there before is there no more. Come on, shout him. Oh, I get happy. That was on a Wednesday night. The next night, I was in Corpus Christi, Texas. I shared that testimony when I did another day. Whoop, she jumped up. She took off too. Come on now. I said, there she goes again. Come on now. <laughs> she came back in. She says, I checked myself. And like the lady the night before, the tumors were there. The lumps were there. 
they're there no more. Come on, shout amen. Hallelujah. How many of our God's a mighty God? I'm talking about whatever you need right now. The healing power of almighty God is in this place. He's bigger than bursitis. He's bigger than asthma. He's bigger than scoliosis. He's bigger than skin problems. He's bigger than diverticulitis. He's a mighty, mighty God. We're going to take the limits off of God. If God said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, it will come to pass. I said it will come to pass. It will come to pass. If you believe that, raise your hands up high and shout, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. In the name of Jesus, I receive today. I never forget I was ministering in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I met a man there by the name of Gene Mullinex. And every day on the way to work, Gene Mullinex would drive by this big old gospel tent. Big old canvas cathedral. They saw the signs and signs, wonders, and miracles, Reverend A. A. Allen. And Gene said, That's a bunch of nonsense. That man's a fake, it's a phony, there's nothing to it. But you see, Gene needed a miracle. Two miracles, three miracles in his body. Because year before Gene was in an accident, they removed his right lung. And they removed several ribs. And also on the other other along those are drainage too. We had to change continually. But Gene said, I'm gonna prove to everybody this man's a phony, this man's a fake. Some way, some I'm gonna grab that microphone away from him. I'm gonna tell him and tell the world, this man's a fake, this man's a phony. Everybody who would drive by that tent. He said, This man's a fake, this man's a phony. Finally, he started going out to the tent. He said, I couldn't see the miracles of the eyes because everything was internal. He said, but I'm going to prove this man's a fake and a phony. And so he said, I got in the prayer line that night. He filled out a prayer card where the problem was. But right in front of Gene, there was a mom and her dad holding a baby. The baby was about maybe one year of age. And Gene said, I looked up, Brother Eddie, and I saw there's a huge, huge growth, a cancerous growth on that baby's face, about the size of a large plum. Gene said, I know that baby can't fake anything. I'm going to keep my eyes on this baby. I'm going to keep my eyes on this baby. And finally, I got closer and closer and closer and closer. And then Reverend Allen didn't even look at the prayer card of the mom of the dad. He said, bring that young baby up right now. God is going to take that cancerous tumor away. He said, I want everybody in this tent. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. And Gene said, uh-uh. I'm going to keep my eyes on this baby. I'm going to keep my eyes on this baby. And so he's peeking around there in River Island. He did not lay his hands on that baby. He just raised his hands up and said, Oh God, I curse this cancer. Take it away in Jesus' name. Gene told me, so I looked there. I looked in less than about 30 seconds. That cancerous tumor the size of a large plum, it began to shrink down, 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 down to the size of a grape. My eyes got so big. And it kept on shrinking down, down, down to the size of a raisin. And then it fell off on the floor. Reverend, I says, Mama, that go rejoice him. Your baby's healed. And then he looked at Gene Mullinex. He didn't read the prayer card, but by the Holy Ghost gives, he said, come up here, sir, come up here. 
He said, you've been coming. You've been coming as an unbeliever. You've been coming as a skeptic. But God has turned your life around. You're now a believer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he said right now, he said, everybody close your eyes in reverence. And all of a sudden, Reverend Allen said, oh, God, restore to this man what he lost. And Gene said, the power of Almighty God touched him. He said, the power of God touched him. He said, like a mighty heat. It was a healing heat of the Holy Ghost. The, he said, he couldn't pick up anything more than five or ten pounds. He said, what's happening? He said, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. And Reverend Allen said, does anybody know this man? Out of 20,000 people in the tent, one person back said, I do, I do, I do. He said, come up here. It happened to be his best friend. He didn't know his friend was there. His friend came up, and all of a sudden, Gene just reached over and just picked up his friend. And Gene's wife says, he's going to die. He'll die. He'll die. die. But guess what? He didn't because he was touched by the Almighty. He went back to the same doctor a few days ago, a few days later, and the doctor said, Gene, I've got three questions. Number one. Where'd you get that new lung? Number two, where'd you get those new ribs? Number three, where did that drainage tube go? Come on, shout amen. Oh, hallelujah. And a few weeks later, guess what? The FBI came to investigate that miracle. And guess what? They were proven true. Hallelujah. Our God is a mighty, mighty God. Come on, shout amen. I said, our God is a mighty, mighty God. If you believe that, raise your hands up high. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, my God, my God, my God. How many just give me five more minutes, five more minutes, five more minutes? Because I feel there's so many today, and you've been attacked with sickness, disease, pain, infirmity. But it doesn't matter what it may be. My God's a healing God. My God's a miracle-working God. When I was here before, I told you about my sweetheart. Hallelujah. God touched my sweetheart, and. I mean, she was given up to die. She had five major diseases in her body at one time. She shriveled up to nothing. The doctor says she's a walking corpse. She was, the family was called in many, many times. She's weaving out of a coma. One time she died, but her ex-husband you know, her, you know, just prayed her back to life. I'm talking about at one time, she was shriveled up to nothing. She had lupus, the worst case of lupus ever. She had double pneumonia in her lungs. 50 pounds of fluids pumped out. Her kidneys quit functioning. I mean, she had the worst case of shingles all over her face, her arms, her neck, her back. They said it looked like leprosy, the worst case of shingles ever recorded there in Florida. And then a flesh-eating virus attacked her body, attacked her body, eating away at her throat, her esophagus, and her vocal cords. Oh, but guess what? Almighty God touched her in a moment of time. And she, no vocal cords, but guess what? God restored her. Hallelujah. I gave her brand new vocal cords. Hallelujah. 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 That flesh-eating virus left her body. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Her kidneys begin to function again. The W pneumonia was gone. The lupus was gone. And she's a walking miracle because guess what? Our God is a healing God. Our God is a healing God. Oh, can I continue the story? And the other night, oh, Valentine's night, we got engaged. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of them, my God, our God is a mighty, 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 mighty God. Come on, raise your hands up and shout amen. Hallelujah. I lost my precious wife 11 years ago. She lost her husband two years ago. But guess what? 
We're back together again. Hallelujah. We were best friends in college 46 years ago, but God put us back together again. But God is a healing God. If you believe that, raise your hands up high and shout amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm a happy man. Hallelujah. I said, will you? She said, I will. (laughs) Hallelujah. But I'm talking about the healing of God. The healing power of God. How many know that our God is the same? Come on now. The same yesterday, today, and forever. He's your healer, honey. Raise your hands up high. This is your day. Something's happening. I mean, something, you're being touched right now by the Almighty. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, begin to praise him, Pat. Come on, honey. Raise your hands up high. Hallelujah. I don't know what's going on, but God said he's touching you right now. He's touching your body right now, Miss Pat. Hallelujah. You haven't told me nothing. Oh, Alan told me nothing, but the Holy Ghost is in. He's touching you right now. Be made whole. Be made whole. This is your day, honey. This is your day. This is your day. This is your day. Hallelujah. In the name, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Begin to praise him, somebody. Begin to praise him one more time. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Brother Frank, you better come on up to the keyboard. Hallelujah. Come on up, praise him. Come on up, praise him. Come on up, praise him. Hallelujah. Glory to God, you've been shouting. But guess what? Your shouting time does not take off on preaching time. Hallelujah. But I I live in Virginia. I've been moving back to Alabama soon. Come on now. Sweet home, Alabama. Hallelujah. But I was in Broadnax, Virginia, and I was in a prayer line praying for people. I came with one lady and said, Honey, what's your name? She said, Lila. I said, What's the... Problem, Lila, what is it I can pray you about? And she said, when I was 12 years of age, I was in the upper loft of the barn. Several lofts there. And I fell and I broke my arm. I broke my elbow. And back in those days, we didn't go to doctors. We tried to set it ourselves. And she said, it never set properly. And she said, for 55 years, I've not been able to move my arm no more than this. I said, well, what's going to happen? She said, I believe I'm going to receive my healing. How many of you believe today's your day? Come on now. I said, okay. And I started to lay hands upon her to pray for her, but the Lord said, don't touch her. I said, why not? Because I want people to know it was me and all me and none of you. I said, what do we do, Lord? He said, have her begin to speak the word. How many of there's power in our words? Come on out. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Quit talking all that garbage and junk and yuck and trash and filth and slime and mess. If I'm going through a rough time, if the devil is attacking me officially, somebody will say, how's it going? I'll tell them, I'm only speaking in Bible verses today. He said, but have her begin to speak the word. I said, Lila, do you believe the word of God is true? Yes. Do you believe 1 Peter 2, 24 is true? By whose stripes you were healed? She said, I believe that. I said, then Lila, I want you to boldly begin to confess it, speak it out. By stripes I'm healed, I'm the healed of the Lord. By stripes I'm healed, I'm the healed of the Lord. I said, go ahead, do it. She said, well, I said, speak it out. By stripes I'm healed, I'm the healed of the Lord. And she said, by stripes, I'm healed. I'm the healed of the Lord. I said, louder. 
by his stripes, I'm healed on the hill of the Lord. That's a louder, by his stripes, I'm healed on the hill. That's a louder, by his stripes, I'm healed on the hill. And, and finally he's saying, by his stripes, I'm healed on the hill, Lord. And I said, everybody in the church, I want you to begin to boldly shout it out with her. And all of a sudden, hundreds of people begin to shout it out loud. By his stripes, I'm healed. I'm the heel of the Lord. And we must have did that five, six, seven, eight minutes, whatever, by stripes, I'm healed. I'm the heel of the Lord. The whole church is shouting out loud. And guess what? As they're boldly speaking the word, thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be established. As they were speaking, I guess, what people all over the sanctuary were being healed. Why don't you raise your hands up high, somebody? And boldly begin to shout it out loud. By stripes I'm healed. I'm the healer of the Lord. By stripes I'm healed. I'm the healer of the Lord. By stripes I'm healed. I'm the healer of the Lord. By stripes I'm healed. I am the healer of the Lord. Come on again. By stripes I'm healed. I am the healer of the Lord. By stripes I'm healed. I am the healer of the Lord. Come on, don't stop, don't stop. By stripes I'm healed. I'm the healer of the Lord. Shouting again over and over. By stripes I'm healed. I am the healer of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. My, 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 my. Hallelujah. Oh, the healing power of the Almighty is in the sanctuary. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, church. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, come on, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. By stripes I'm healed. Hallelujah, the power of the Almighty. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, come on, somebody magnify the Master. Hallelujah. Oh, you've been healed. Hallelujah. You've been made whole in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on, say it over and over again. Come on, speak it over and over again. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, church, praise him, praise him, praise him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You've been healed, hallelujah, you've been healed. Begin to move that neck around, hallelujah. It's been hard and stiff. Begin to move that neck around, you've been healed right now. In the name of Jesus, you've been healed, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. not a sickness on earth that the God of heaven cannot heal. And don't you dare listen to the lies of the enemy. The Bible tells us the devil is a liar and the father of all lies. And it doesn't matter what hell is telling you. What matters is what our God is telling you. And with God all things are possible. We're going to shake those limits off. Come on, shake them off.
Shake them off. Shake them off. And it's not just healing some of your needs, but some other areas. In your home, your family, your marriage, your business, your ministry. Let me tell you something. If God can do it for one, he'll do it for another one. God can turn it around. We've been talking about healing. But I'm with some of you here today. There's some other areas. You need God Almighty to divinely intervene for you. You need God Almighty to divinely intervene for you. And some other areas. If that's you, raise your hand. I live in Oklahoma City. And I said, God wants to put a marriage back together again. I said, God wants to divinely intervene in your situation. I said, there's somebody right now and you're facing a pending divorce in the next couple of days. I said, but God wants to turn around. If you're here, raise your hands. And a lady on the main floor raised her hand. A man in the balcony raised his hand. And the balcony kind of cover part of the man before you couldn't see each other. I said, on the two of you, and they didn't go to that church. On the two of you, come down here right now. Guess what it was? It was the husband and the wife. I said, oh my God. I, they looked at you, their, their eyes got big. I said, do you know each other? Yeah, yeah. They're filing for divorce. They're going to court that week. Divorce was to be final. And I said, wait a minute. I asked how many would your marriage be put together again to heal? You both raised your hands. I said, do you love him? Yes. Do you love her? Yes. I said, get out of here. <laughs> Y'all going to date, hallelujah. I found out later, guess what? It was canceled. They're back together again. They're both crazy, walking in pride, stupidity, arrogancy. But see, God can put it together again. And I feel right now there's somebody right now and you've had a severe problem in your marriage right now. You don't have to raise your hand up high. Don't do that. I would not embarrass anybody. But God's going to turn it for you. God's going to turn it for you. God's going to turn it for you. Shapakati Right now, some of you are concerned about your children and your grandchildren that are going down the wrong path. And you want to see God turn them around. Raise your hands up high. Oh, so many, so many, so many. I got the best grandchildren in the whole world. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I feel this over here. Their, their marriage is like a powder cake ready to explode. But Father God, I believe you're going to turn it around. You're the God of the great turnaround. God, you're going to put a fresh touch of love in the hearts one for another. And God, where they've failed one another, where they've been wrong, God, where they've missed it, where they've done things they shouldn't have done, said things they shouldn't have done, God, let them forgive one another and heal these marriages. Heal these marriages, Father. Heal these marriages. Let it from this time forth be like days of heaven on earth. And Father, there are many here, many, many that raise their hands and they're concerned about their children 
the grandchildren are going the wrong way. In rebellion and bitterness and anger, they're going down the wrong pathway with alcohol and drugs. But Father, whatever may be, get a hold of these children, these grandchildren, and turn them around. In Jesus' name, can somebody shout amen? amen. I close with this. You don't want to miss tonight. We start off nice and easy this morning. Ooh. But tonight, ooh, we're going to explode in Jesus. I'm ready for an explosion. An explosion, an explosion, explosion. Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, 1974. That night, we had over 200 people baptized in the Holy Ghost. And the whole church began to... I mean, the church began to shake, rattle, and roll. I mean, the chandeliers were swinging. We thought it was an earthquake. Guess what? Went outside to the shop front by. They felt nothing. <laughs> but how many of there's a whole lot of shaking going on in that church? And we're believing tonight for a whole lot of shaking going on. But before we shift gears, let me ask you a question. Where do you stand with God? Where do you stand with God? You can go to heaven with a sick body. That's not God's will. You can go to hell with emotional instability. That's not God's will. You can go to heaven broke. That's not God's will. But you can't go to heaven unless you've been saved, unless you've been born again, unless you made Jesus Christ the absolute Lord and Savior of your life. Hell is real, church. Hell is real. Hell is for all of eternity. The darkness, the torment, the pain, the agony of hell is forever and forever and forever. The worst agony, the worst torment you think of, multiply that 10,000 times 10,000. It's real. It's forever and forever. Once you die, you don't have a second chance. Once you leave this world, it's over. But I'm asking the question, where do you stand with God? Young people, what about you, moms and dads, adults, where do you stand with God? If you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, don't leave this sanctuary without making him the Lord of your life. Or if you're away from God, why don't you make a comeback today? Would you bow your head and close your eyes for just a moment, please? Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Nobody looking around, nobody moving, nobody stirring. Nobody moving. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. I want you to take a brief, but also a very, very thorough examination of your life. And be honest to yourself. Ask yourself this question. If I died right now, would I go to heaven or would I go to hell? Some of you right now, you're not sure of your salvation. Some of you know, you know you're not right with God. So what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to count to three in just a moment. As I begin to count to three, if you've never been born again, you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. you never said, Jesus, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I don't want to die and come and go to hell. Or maybe you're away from God. Maybe you've backslid. Maybe you've turned away from God. You're not living for God like you once did. But you said, I need to make a comeback. On the Lord to give me a fresh start, a new beginning. As I'm counting to three, if that's you, you're not where you should be. But you want me as a man of God to pray for you. You want me as a man of God to remember you in prayer. If you're not where you should be, as I count to three, if that's you. You've never been saved. You've never been born again. Are you away from God? You didn't make a comeback. As I count to three, I want you to raise your hand as high as you can. 
and put it back down. As I see your hands, I'll pray for you. But better than that, Jesus, our Lord, who'll see your hand, who'll take over. Do it now. One, put them up, put them up. Put them up, put them up. Put them up, put them up. Is there one? Two, put them up. Is there one? Don't put it off. Is there one? There's one over here. Thank you, Christopher. One. There's one. Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? God bless you in the back. I see your hand, your heart. Is there another? Don't put it off. Don't say tomorrow. There may not be a tomorrow for you. Is there one more before we call this last count? If you, know, you should be raising a hand and say yes to Jesus. Do it now. Three, put them up. Put them up. God bless you. You that raise your hands, put them back up one more time. Please put those hands back up. Put it back up, my sister. Put the hand back up again. Put it back up high as you can. You with your hands raised, look at me right now. The rest of you are still praying. If you raise your hands, look at me right now. Did you mean that, dear? Raise your hand up high. Do you mean that? Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Did you mean that, sir? Did you mean that? Keep them up high. Don't put them down. Everybody, open your eyes. Open your eyes. I want you with your hands raised. You meant that, didn't you? You meant that, didn't you? Did you mean that? Did you mean that? All you that raise your hands, would you get out of your seat and join me right here? Come on. Come on. Step on down. Come on, honey. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on down. Come on, brother. Come on down. 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 Come on, brother. Come on down. God bless you. Come on down. It may be a first-time commitment. It may be a recommitment. But they sense the stirring of the Holy Spirit to respond. I want you to pray this after me, okay? Pray this after me. Everybody pray this after me. Pray it out loud. Say, Heavenly Father, I ask you right now to forgive me of all my sin. I turn from sin and I turn to you with all my heart. Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. You paid the price for my salvation. You shed your blood for me to wash me clean of all my sin. You died for me, but you rose from the dead for me. You are the living Lord. I believe that with all my heart. And I ask you right now to come in my life, take over my life, be the Lord of my life from this time forth and forevermore. And with your help, I will live for you, I will serve you, and I won't turn back. I'm yours. You're mine. We're together forever. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you. Now look at me for a moment. It may be your first time commitment, it may be a recommitment. But what do you do? Read your Bible every day. What else? Talk to the Lord every day. Pray every day. What else? Every time these church doors are open, you be here and you will grow in the things of God. Do you believe that? And whatever you do, remember this. He loves you. Never, never forget. He loves you. The Lord loves you so much. Amen. God bless you. Give him hands and slip back to the seats. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
It's been a great day. Remember this. Jesus is the healer of all mankind. I love you, church. I can't wait tonight. This morning we start off nice and easy, quiet, sober, somber, reserved, laid back, low-key, dignified, and Presbyterian style. But tonight, like when the Holy Ghost and Mommy used to say, heaven's going to come down and kiss the earth, and we'll get caught in the smack. Hallelujah. <laughs> brother Roland, would you come? Brother, would you come? Thank you for listening to Island Church's podcast. To find out more information about Island Church in Galveston, Texas, visit our website at islandchurchgalveston.com.